Time for the Thomas Guide to All Things Political. John Thomas on The Bill Handel Show. I told y'all I didn't vote, right? But I didn't tell you. I guess I told you. But if I would have voted, I would have voted on Trump. KFI AM640, it's the Bill Handel Show. Bill is out with a thrashed out voice. He should be back on Monday. And uh, it is time, of course, for the Thomas Guide to Politics with our political analyst, John Thomas. And before we get into politics, you have a very important announcement it's for people. It's Free Movie Friday again. This is my job when I come here. <laughs> is to get this promo. Alex is like, here, read it. Free Movie Friday, Adam Tickets is back. They're giving you a chance for uh, free movie tickets. I used Adam last night to go see The Avengers, which was spectacular. Oh, how does that end? Yeah, Alex actually has a pair of scissors she's going to stab into my neck if I go any further, so stop baiting me. But what you need to do... Do is any of those guys, uh, heroes <laughs> die in this movie? Wait! You wouldn't <clears throat> believe what happens. Actually, it really is a spectacular movie. But All right. Text... Adam, now that's the word Adam, A-T-O-M-1, for your chance to, or excuse me, no, text reporter to Adam1 for your chance to win. How did I botch that one? Because I tried to get you to spoil the movie. Anyway, do that now. Standard data and text messaging rates do apply. All right. Uh, what do you want to get into first? Do you want to you want to start in California yeah, and let's move do that. outward? Make our way outward. Yeah. All right. So, uh, interesting development in the governor's race. Yeah. Here's the thing. Last week when I was with uh, Handel, by the way, it's great to see you, Wayne. You too? Yeah. Uh, when I was with Handel, I gave a sneak preview of a, of a poll that had not been released yet from a very reputable pollster showing that Antonio Viragoso was essentially stuck at 7%. John Cox uh, was in a, a comfortable uh, second place, and Gavin, of course, is in that first place finish. And I made the the declaration last week that this race is essentially over for Antonio Viragosa because he has such a steep hill to climb. At the same time, you're starting to see Republicans coalesce around John Cox. Now, Cox still has work to do. If he his his 15, 16 percent are what we call leaners. They're not firm, solid supporters. His solid supporters is really about eight to nine percent. So he needs to shore up that additional eight percent. And that just requires some advertising. Now, he's got to spend a few million bucks. He's got to cut that check. But what the good news for a guy like Hux is, you don't have to cut a $15 million check to lock up that to get into a second place finish. We're talking a few million dollars in key radio and TV markets in the home stretch, and Cox should be okay. But the more damning news is, just two weeks ago, uh, the found, the CEO of Netflix cut Antonio Villaraigosa's super PAC an $8 million check. I think a couple other rich guys kicked in a few million bucks. So Antonio has about, I think he's got about 9 or $10 million. Everybody goes, well, Antonio's going to get into a second place. Wrong. That's not going to happen. Because Berkeley just released another poll showing that despite Antonio's super PAC now being up on the airwaves for about a week and a half, Antonio's still locked at that 7%. He hasn't moved. Wayne, let's just back up. When you advertise in politics... If you're not seeing movement for your guy, that means the ads aren't working. That means people aren't buying what you're selling. And add on top of that, it's even harder for Antonio because almost most of his money is coming from these super PACs. 
And what most people don't understand is a dollar in a super PAC is not the same as a dollar the candidate himself controls because a super PAC has to pay the commercial rate for advertising. A candidate pays the candidate rate, which is the lowest, the lowest unit rate, which generally speaking, it costs 50% less than the commercial rate for a candidate to advertise. So simple math. You take Antonio's eight or nine million dollars, you divide it in half. You've got about Antonio Super PAC really only has about four million, maybe five million dollars to spend in a statewide race. Four million dollars when you've got to go from zero to hero, you know, grow essentially. You know, you got to grow 10 plus points in a very short amount of time. That's that's almost impossible to do with the equivalent of four million dollars. So Antonio's bid, unless somebody comes in literally with, you know, 15, 20 million dollars, I don't anticipate the needle to move. It does look like it will be a top two uh, uh, Republican and a Democrat in the race. And I got a lot of pushback last week when when I basically said that John Cox is going to be in the second place from the Travis Allen people that listen to handle show. They say, you don't know what you're talking about. Travis has a lot of support. He might. Also, I- you, let me give you pushback just in this sense. We, we had a poll. See, here's the thing. How do you know which poll well, is, the, is the best measure of reality? Because I know we had a story in handle on the news earlier earlier this week, and it was a poll, and it was Newsom number one and Villaraigosa number two. Right. Well, I I know in this case because the poll, uh, the Berkeley poll that I'm citing today, is less credible. It's not quite as uh, uh, I wouldn't take it to the bank. But the poll I cited two weeks ago is from a close friend and colleague of mine, a guy named Justin Wallen. I think he's the best pollster probably in the nation. I use him all the time in my stuff. I literally, when he comes out with numbers. You take that to the bank. I mean, it's rock solid. So that's why I know. And he has a track record of a, that. A, a huge track record of calling races accurately in California and elsewhere. Tough races where public polling was wrong. So here's the thing. Can Travis grow? Can he get into a second place? Travis will grow because he smartly bought all these slate cards. Uh, he bought them early. And that's a, that goes to most Republican voters. What's a slate uh, card? Without getting into it, it's with those like it'll say attention Republicans and it'll have 10 or 15 candidates listed, you know, oh, it's sort of like vote for all these it, people exactly. as a group. It's, okay. it's, it's kind of a trick in a way. But but he bought those. The, the, the challenge is, though, Travis will grow, but he likely can't outgrow Cox and he won't. Ha- he has all he had was enough money to buy these slate cards. He has no money to contrast or go negative on Cox. So wouldn't what be, he needs to do is pull down Cox, and he can't do it. I was going to say, wouldn't it be smart if, if – if, and I understand politicians don't work on an altruistic <laughs> motive, but like if, if it was important to people to try to get a Republican on the ballot and maybe even somehow get a Republican in the governor's mansion, shouldn't Travis Allen drop out and throw his support behind Cox? Yeah, that's true. It's, you know, it's the prisoner's dilemma, but, 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 uh, you're unlikely to see that, especially at this stage. That's a conversation really pre-filing. Uh, so Travis is here to stay. I, I like him. Uh, but, uh, remember it is important. Uh, if a Republican, Travis or Cox gets to the top two, which it looks like one will, that is so monumentally important. The, and it really has nothing to do with the governor's race. The The key, key is if there's a, a Republican at the top two governor's race, I think that will move turnout by about two to three percentage points 
in favor of Republicans in the state of California, mm-hmm. which will save those key congressional seats in Orange County, which will likely save the House of Representatives in Republican hands. Wow. All right. Hey, when we come back, I want to ask you about another guy who came in number two and what that means for him. Talking about Mitt Romney. We'll be uh, on with John Thomas in a moment. But coming up after the break, your chance to win $1,000 brought to you by Cunning Dental. Toothache? Call Cunning Dental for free exam. 888-640-SMILE. This is KFI AM 640. Amy King, you've got... Six forty. It's the Bill Handel Show. Bill out with a bad voice. Coming up at nine thirty, Foodie Friday with Neil Saavedra, the Fork Reporter. And now your chance to win some cash. Your shot at one thousand dollars now. Text the keyword "luck" to two hundred two hundred. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and messaging rates apply. That's luck to two hundred two hundred. The winner's notified with a phone call, which you must answer like Lupe in Victorville did. Your next chance to win $1,000 coming up next hour. All right, we're here with uh, John Thomas, Thomas Guide to Politics on social media at the Thomas Guide. And uh, the recent winner of a listener poll, by the way, <laughs> who yeah, that's who true. should Bill Handel have a bromance with, you or Dean Sharp? And uh, you won that one. Pretty handily, I might add. Yeah, it was a, it was a uh, it you was see what I did? Handily. Pretty handily. Oh, you get that? You guys get that? Yeah. Hey, let's talk about, uh, well, actually, you know what? We don't have time for both. Do you want to talk about Mitt Romney or do you want to talk about let's, President Trump says he's got a lot of support from the blacks and is that true? Let's, let's get, do Trump and blacks. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's not true. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just, it's just not. Uh, did President Trump do better than, to tie it into Mitt Romney, did he do better than Mitt Romney did in 2012? With African-Americans? Yeah, he did. He got a bigger share. But the African-American voting bloc is, I mean, 90 plus percent votes party line. It really has nothing to do with Trump or Romney. It's just they vote Democrat. And this whole Kanye West thing, what's the impact? You know, but Kanye, yeah, Kanye West really coming out in support of President Trump, being seen in pictures with the Make America Great Again cap. Is that is that something that would inspire black people to rethink? Maybe for half a second, but the the brand the Democratic Party has done such a good job of branding the Republicans as anti-black that I think it'll take more than Kanye. However, uh I do think that Kanye's general approach in his tweets are interesting. Basically, he's angry about censorship. That's essentially his fundamental gripe, that people are saying Donald Trump shouldn't be allowed to speak. Uh, The diamonds and silks of the world shouldn't be allowed to deliver to talk about how how they want to frame messages. So I don't anticipate a significant shift in the voting bloc, but um, perhaps it'll give people a moment to think. All right. Now, Romney. Mm. Romney, who when he announced he was going to run, they said, well, it's Utah. It's Romney. He's great. Shoe in. It's his seat. He came in second at the convention. And the guy that he lost to, who even is this guy? A lot he's of people a, have never a, even state, heard yeah, of a, this guy. He's a state-led legislator. Michael Kennedy. He has $30,000 in his bank account compared to you know Romney's millions and millions and millions. And that's not even a check. I mean, Romney can cut checks on top of that. 
it was significant that he didn't win it outright. Um, although I think it speaks to the danger that Mitt has to be aware of going in. And that's that he's not from Utah. You know, he's a guy. And by the way, he's not that conservative. You know, he did Romney care in Massachusetts, right? He was the governor. Um, he, he does have some roots to Utah with the Olympics and, and all of that. But, um, this is this is there are a bunch of uh, bogeys in this particular race. Will Romney win? Yes, very likely so. Rom- then what does it mean now that he didn't it, win? It, it means now that he ha- he has to have a primary against a Republican. Before, if you got uh, over the two thirds threshold, you literally are the nominee. You don't have to go through a primary. So it means he's got to run a primary race. He should get through, but there are a bunch of things that he's trying to avoid um, and and dance delicately. Trump endorsed him when he first announced his candidacy, but Mitt Romney did not necessarily accept the endorsement because a lot of people are thinking Romney will be of the Jeff Flake, never Trump, uh, never Trump vein. So here's the big thing. Mitt Romney is trying his best not to act like this is a foregone conclusion that he's going to win, even though that's what a lot of candidates should do in this race. Being part of that Washington establishment is such a negative It could undermine his whole campaign. I always tell candidates, be careful what you wish for. If you act like an incumbent, you might just be treated like one. And in Utah, when the establishment, when they're kind of a draining the swamp mentality, that's not where you want to be. And that's even though Donald Trump is quite popular in Utah. Romney doesn't want to hug Trump because that reinforces the fact that the establishment and the D.C. insiders and all of those groups want Romney. He's trying to position himself as the local guy. Ah, gee, shucks, I'm just trying to go and do some good in Washington. That's the conversation. The good news is for him, he's got great favorables statewide. He's got a ton of money, and he'll be able to frame himself in that context. But just don't – he's going to constantly be bucking – the mainstream media's narrative that this race is a foregone conclusion. He doesn't want people to think that because then he becomes part of that system and the establishment. Right. All right. Good stuff. Uh, no pumpkin bread this week. Hmm. I didn't realize that was. Well, there's I was next obliged. week. There's okay. next week. <laughs> okay. John Thomas, everybody.